Welcome to the Women in Leadership Body, Mind, Soul, and Business Podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm Heather. And together we are working to connect women in leadership and business, empowering each other, improving the health and wellness of our community, body, soul, and mind, connecting to the heart and soul of who we are and what we do. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And happy Mindset Monday. Happy Mindset Monday. Right. We're a little, we're being a little goofy over here. We have our headbands on. I feel like a sprite from like Rainbow Bright. Anybody else remember? I love Rainbow, Rainbow Bright. Bright from back in the day. I feel like one of those little sprites today. It's kind Yay. of fun. Ooh, Ooh, we're getting into it this week. Oh man. It's going to be good. Yeah. So let's go over those four agreements one more time. All right. So I'll read the first part and you read what each one's about. Sure. Sounds good. Be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Okay, what we're going to talk about today, don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. Now, did you know that we were talking about this when you made the goal this week to communicate? Clearly? I wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> I love it how we always focus on what we're talking about each week, which is really about what Mindset Monday is about, right? Right. Deciding where we're going to focus our energy each right. week. And it's really cool how that plays out. And one of our one of the goals that I talked about this morning on our Monday morning meeting before sitting down to do this recording was exactly that, making sure that we are communicating clearly with our clients. Yes. So, so we're not making assumptions and they don't have to make assumptions, right? right. Okay. All Number right. four, next week. Always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret, which we also talked about this morning. Wow. I um, I have been kind of fighting a migraine for like four days. Yes. Last week was very, very full. And it was like, as soon as all the things were done, my body was like, okay, now you get to pay for it. <laughs> right all that stress Same. and stuff yeah. that you've been holding on to we waited yeah and now you get to suffer yeah but um I chose to not suffer and Heather helped me choose to not suffer on Friday she could tell I was struggling and she was like babe I'm gonna take the computer and I'm gonna go home you go lay down and take a nap because she could see I was struggling and it's such a thing for us as women to admit when we're suffering Mm. and when we're struggling with things like migraines or, you know, chronic illness. How many times do we just push through? We push through everything. You know, we had babies, so migraines, no big deal, right? (laughs) Whatever. Or, you know, like, it's like we keep bringing that suffering upon ourselves. Right. Why do we do that? Well, I think... 
that we were domesticated into that being normal. We were totally domesticated into suffering being normal for women. Oh, let's change that. Let's change that. It's let's not normal to be suffering, no. you guys. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk about um, the no, not making assumptions. Third agreement. Yeah. Which is not, don't make assumptions. Right. It's really hard to not make assumptions. It is really hard. But it's a game changer. It is. <laughs> um, and we, like we talk about, we use these tools with our kids and I use it with my husband He and things like that. But then um, I was having a reaction to something and I had to step back and ask myself, am I taking it personally? Is it about me? Is or is it not about me? Guess what? It's not about me. <laughs> right. Great. It changes everything uh, when you can step back and see. Yeah. And literally, you know, to start practicing this, use your four agreements as a checklist. Yeah. Am I being impeccable with my word? Okay. Are, or am, am I, I upset that somebody else isn't being impeccable? Right. That one's a big one mm-hmm. for our children, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have kids on the autism spectrum or work with anybody on the autism spectrum, words are super important. Words are super. My son super. is extremely literal. Yeah. Extremely literal. Right. To the point where, like, I'm making a bagel for Charlie and I'm asking her, this cream cheese, that cream cheese, both sides, not both, you know, like, because I was like, it's a bagel, just put some cream cheese. <laughs> She's on like, it what? I'm just hungry. <laughs> like, because we care so much, we want our kids to eat the things. So we mm-hmm. do these things. Mm-hmm. So then when we talk to other adults, we, we say things differently, right? Like, yeah. it just happens. Yeah. Because it's that being impeccable with our word, right? It's so important. It is so important. And then you can ask yourself if you're taking it personally, when somebody reacts a certain way, you know, or there was the rain kicked up. That felt really cool. We haven't had rain. Yeah. I could hear it barely. I was like, Oh, that's rain. You guys. Yay. (laughs) Um, We had a really dry, dry summer. So for those of you who don't know, here in Western Washington, we get like 340 days of rain a year. They dried us out. We're all wrinkly and rusty. It didn't rain from like the end of June all the way up until like last week. Yeah. And it's October. And we're like, what is happening? So that is a breath of fresh air. (laughs) I got goosebumps. I don't know if you can hear that. Let's be quiet for a second and just listen. That's the rain outside. That's so cool. I'm going to turn up the gain a little bit so you can hear. Isn't that cool? Okay. Now back on topic. <laughs> Hippopotamus. Um, Hippopotamus. Okay. So, so we're, and we're not taking anything personally. Right. So we're on today. Let's talk a little not bit deeper. making about. assumptions. Okay. So one of the first things you need to do is you have to draw awareness. Yes. And that, so that's called the second attempt attention. So the first time our attention is used, we're innocent as children. We're programmed to dream the way the outside dreams. We have no choice. Mm -hmm. Someone either hooks our attention to teach us or we focus our attention to learn. So that first time it's already 
program. We don't get a choice in that. Right. So this is what we're talking about is that second time when you come back and like, how am I going to choose to show up? Right. It's that difference between that domestication and that awareness piece. It's when you start asking the questions, like, why is it this way? Does it have to be this way? Can I change it? Do I have the power to do that? You start asking those questions. Oh, right. What was that? Was that Oh, in the dream of the second attention, we find out that we are responsible for our choices. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for your choices, how we react to things. Period. Period. You, you are responsible for you. Just because you have the habit of flying off the handle doesn't mean that you have to fly off the handle forever. Right. That momzilla or that that angry person that comes out when we get frustrated or whatever. That doesn't have to be your reaction. You have control over that. It might in the moment feel like you don't have control over that, but you do. And and that's the deep conversation that we have with our kids, right? Because that would be exactly what my son was. I don't have control over that, but you do. Right. So where, how did you start? Mm -hmm. Like, where did it begin? Mm -hmm. What was the inception? What was the trigger? What if you dealt with it at inception? Mm -hmm. Instead of waiting until it's so big right, that you freak out. Right. And a lot of that, that leads up to the freak out is the not making assumptions. Right. Because we get spun out of control. Not having good communication. Yes. I remember last, we don't get last year, out. as we talked about this the first time, I remember having an argument with my son and And then I was upset and I was talking to him and I was like, and that's right. I didn't actually tell you to do the thing. You know, like I got, I got it in the Uh moment. Like, Uh oh my gosh, I didn't communicate to him effectively what I needed him to do. And clear communication is key to so much. We're not going to assume anyone knows anything. Right about our own personal inner world. Mm -hmm. You may feel like, well, that's just normal for this. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just whatever. If you're finding your, it's just, are you adjusting yourself? Are you adjusting yourself? (laughs) It's a good trigger word, right? Like, oh, maybe I should look at how I'm talking about this Mm -hmm. or thinking this Mm -hmm. to myself. What am I listening to? Okay, back on track. All right. So um, in not making assumptions, we have the tendency to make assumptions about everything. (laughs) The problem with making assumptions is that we believe that they are the truth. We do. Until we figure out otherwise. So we have to train ourselves to not make those assumptions and take the information we have as truth to the best of our ability. Yeah. Okay. Um, we make assumptions about what others are doing or thinking. We take it personally when we blame them and react by sending emotional poison with our word. Ooh, I forgot I talked about the mo- emotional poisoning. Yeah. When we share our emotions with someone else, are they good ones or bad ones? And how are we are stealing we their joy? Mm-hmm. 
Are we uplifting their joy? Are we taking our garbage and putting it on them? Yeah. You know, you don't have to take somebody else's garbage. Right? You don't have to. You can give it back. Uh, I don't need to pick it up. Don't pick it up. The first step is giving it back. The second step is not picking it up in the first First place. place, Right? Noticing that, that it got put on you. Mm-hmm. And that you don't have to accept it. I think that's that that where you're like, oh, I'm going to hand that back to you. Right. <laughs> right. Now this this part's really really powerful. All the sadness and drama you have lived in your life was rooted in making assumptions and taking things personally. Mm-hmm. I think that goes really good with this. Um, right here, um, humans are always searching for someone whose attention they can hook and manipulate because we were all domesticated to compete for control of one another's attention. Mm. A little bit of narcissism there. Right. Right. But we taught, we were taught that. Yeah. We were. That's like how we were shown uh-huh. to communicate emotions. Yes. And we don't have to be that way. We don't have to be that way. And we're domesticated through fear, right? Oh, big time. Big time. You don't do this. You're going to suffer the consequences. You don't do it the way I told you to. You're going to suffer the consequences. You don't do it to my level. You're going to suffer the consequences, right? It's all domestication. And then when we take a step back, with the awareness piece and we're not making assumptions and we get to choose what is truth in our own lives through that, not making assumptions because we're no longer assuming everything is the way it is because that's just the way it is. We're asking the questions so that we have clear communication and we're learning how to communicate better with each other with our kids, with our families, with our coworkers, with our clients, because we're not making assumptions. And I, I think what really helped too was framing it that, okay, um, I'm going to practice right now trying to tell you how I'm feeling because I'm not quite sure how. Yeah. So you're framing it that I need to practice this new level of communication. Mm -hmm. I need you not to take it personally while I process this with you so that I can learn to do it better. Right. I have um, told my husband before, I just need you to listen. I don't need you to fix the problem because he always wants to fix things. Right. Right. Sometimes I just... Well, they want to make it better for us. They want to make it better for us, which is great. And, you know, friends do this too, but they don't need to fix the problem. And it's okay for you to tell them, I just need you to listen. I don't need you to fix the problem. And I don't need your opinions. I just needed somebody to listen and see me. (laughs) That's usually the thing is Mm -hmm. the witnessing, right? Witness me, validate me. Um, Am I in my own head? Questions. And I think too, I as women, we're not always sure. We've been gaslit for so, so much. much and so many generations mm-hmm. that we are not really sure sometimes why we're learning mm-hmm. to trust ourselves mm-hmm. when we're making that that priority, mm-hmm. that how that feels in our bodies and what does that look like for us? Mm-hmm. 
pretty cool. It is pretty cool. What else you got over there? The whole world of control between humans is about making assumptions and taking things personally. Our whole dream of hell is based on that. Because by making assumptions, we're putting ourselves in hell. Absolutely. I mean, because we're bringing upon, when we're making assumptions, we're bringing that drama and those negative, oh, they're just, uh, they don't really care. They, you know, whatever. And we get spun up in our own heads about it. Right. And so why are we getting spun up in our own heads about it? Because we were taught through domestication how to do that. So it's like we have to unlearn. You do have to unlearn. You have to unlearn it. And it takes practice. It's like those bad habits. That's why Mm -hmm. we talk about changing habits. That's why there's habits. How we talk to ourselves. How we talk to other people. All these things are practice making new habits so it goes better. And I think... That's a great segue to this week's leadership mm-hmm. mindset Ooh. tool. Are we ready? Uh, Are you ready? I'm ready. Are we ready? It's positivity. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's rad. Staying positive <laughs> is huge when it comes to communication, when it comes to being a good leader. Um, and um, granted, you don't have to be all sunshine and rainbows all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, be authentic in yourself if you are struggling. Well, I like what we talked that. about last week was how to give proper feedback. Yes. We went to a ladies' um meeting and we talked about feedback because it's so important, especially as solopreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. We have to get feedback from outside sources, yeah. but how do I ask for that? Or how do I give it? Mm-hmm. And so just having a positive mindset, you create that work environment mm-hmm. that allows for that open communication, mm-hmm. which uplifts your employees, encourages them to perform better. Mm-hmm. Um, positivity can also cultivate and be cultivated by showing, um, caring and respect and, um, diplomacy mm-hmm. and empathy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, I think that's really important too. Um, I remember, let's see, I guess it's been about seven years now mm-hmm. since I worked in an office office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, if we weren't um, having empathy for these young gals that we were trying to mentor, because we mm-hmm. I worked in a program where we would have people come in to get work experiences, mm-hmm. but it would be really frustrating mm-hmm. because we like the same thing. Like we have to tell them over and over again because they have their own things going on in their lives. So we're not making assumptions. Mm-hmm. And you know, our bodies change after we give birth to children. Imagine that. <laughs> right. And so these young ladies would come in and they had no idea like how large their breasts had gotten. And so here they are, they're trying to wear those spaghetti strap tank tops. Oh, honey, those are not with shell bras. <laughs> right? Like it's not a thing after you've had children for most of us, right? right. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a thing. <laughs> so, you know, you, you just like, I don't know where I was going with that, but if we didn't have that positivity, mm-hmm. it would have been really trying on us all. Right. right? And how that feels to the person who you're like, sweetheart, we need to talk about your bras. Like right? that feels very like, Oh, 
am I exposing my, like, and then it's it's like, and then it gets into that um, whole, like, how does somebody feel in their body? Mm -hmm. It really gets into that. And if they take it personally and you haven't cultivated good awareness and good, you know, positive, you know, these things all play together. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. And so you have to like ask the questions. So you're not making assumptions and you're communicating clearly. Um, because asking questions not only shows the other person that you care, right. Right. But that you are truly wanting to know more so that you can help them. Right. So if we're not making an assumption, mm-hmm. we're not assuming that you were that to offend me. Right. Or maybe we're not assuming that they have the financial means to get new bras. Right. Because let's face it, ladies bras are not cheap. <laughs> right. Especially, right. Especially good ones. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when your body's changing as our bodies do as women, you have I wonder to- if that's why she moved into a part of her motivation for the bra shop. <laughs> that's interesting. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> You'll have to Tell, uh, tell me more that's about interesting that <laughs> i like oh huh. so this week you guys your uh practice not making assumptions and where does this come up for you and what is the assumptions that you are making uh-huh. are you judging yourself uh-huh. are you judging others mm-hmm. i found that i was really judging myself super harshly oh man we are our own worst critic I found I was making a lot of assumptions about my own self. Um, The chapter in here on not making assumptions goes really, really deep into that. And I think it's fabulous. You can listen to me read the chapter on our YouTube channel. Yes. So, and then next week, we're going to talk about the the fourth agreement. Yeah. Always do your best. Always do your best. Okay. And then um, we are going to continue on this journey through the four agreements because we talk about um, breaking old agreements, like how how to break the agreements, right? Um, And then we also talk about um, the new dream. Right. And how to create your own new dream. And when we're done with this, uh, and then we have some like prayers and meditations and things at the very end. But when we are done with this series, I think we're going to take a couple weeks off through the end of the year. Um, I know scary, right? We've never done that, but that's okay. We right. we can do that. We we're allowed. We're allowed. We can decide to do that. And we want you guys to take some time for some self-care throughout the winter also. And what, what does that look like for you? Right. So maybe you maybe get to decide in you your own positively way. Uh-huh. Of how that looks. Yeah. Because we're going to make no assumptions of what that looks like. Nope. No, make, no more making assumptions. It's oh, pretty cool. You guys are so fabulous. Thank you for joining us for Mindset Monday. Be sure to stay tuned to what Susan and Greta got for you next. We love you. Namaste. Namaste. So we are uh, Sue and Greta, or our trail names are Lilo and Stitch, and we are hiking the whole Appalachian Trail from Maine to Georgia. So 2,194.3 miles. <laughs> and uh, we're doing it to raise $50,000 or more Yes, <laughs> um, for Parkinson's disease research. 
Yeah, through the through the Michael J. Fox Foundation. And we are doing it all in honor of my dad, her husband, who was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease back in 2010. So mm. and we all know so many people yeah. who are diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And we are trying to do our small part in the world of Parkinson's disease to find a cure. Thank you for joining us today on the Women in Leadership Body, Soul, Mind, and Business podcast. Please download the podcast on your favorite podcast player. We love you and we will see you next time. Namaste.